All right, everybody. Good evening. Um, we are back again for another episode of Release the Quacken. Um, we're going to talk about how week 25 of training went. Um, another big week in the books, but it's the last big week in the books. And we're going to talk about how week 26 is coming up and um, just kind of go around the room and talk about heading into taper and um, see how things are going. So tonight we got with us um, our friend from Arkansas. We got Mr. Lonnie Gaines. How's Lonnie doing? Lonnie's doing well. Jeff, how are you doing tonight? Doing fantastic. Just a little bit to the east of Lonnie, we have um, Mr. Kevin. How's Kevin? Doing all right. Just north of Kevin, we have Jody. How's Jody doing tonight? I'm fabulous. How's everyone this evening? Doing great. And I don't know where John's from, but our special guest tonight, we have John joining us. How's John? Doing well. We're up in Massachusetts. All right. Oh, nice. So a little colder, a little snowier your way. Not too <laughs> snowy right now, but we got the cold. All right. Yeah. So week 25, that was a big week for everybody, if you're following the plan. Um, we had a full mock dopey in the books. So, um, Lonnie, how'd that go for you this week? You know, the mock dopey went well. Um, I don't follow Jeff Galloway's plan completely with the mileage. Uh, I find it's better for me to do like, a, you know, 45 minutes, which is, you know, a little over three miles, a five, a, you know, 11, and like a 16 or 17. And then uh, after that, I just call it a wrap. So uh, no issues. Everything went well. Uh, successfully broken my shoes. So I'm good to go. Good deal. Jody, yes, how's your sir? weekend? Good. I um, followed the plan. I did um, three on Wednesday, five on Thursday, 12 on Friday, and the 25 on Saturday. So um, yeah, got it, got it finished and really happy to put those check marks next to those. <laughs> call it a, call it a finished. Kevin, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure Jody did more miles this weekend than we've both done for the entire month. So <laughs> I think she's done more miles than I've done uh, in the last several months. <laughs> my, my training cycle is completely derailed. I've run zero miles this week and zero miles last week and four miles for the month. So it's been a rough, a rough training cycle for me, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going in with, with, uh, no injuries and I, my legs are good and rested and we'll see how it goes. I'll push it and see how I can make it and go from there. Yeah. Extended taper. Nothing wrong with that. Extended right. taper. Very extended. <laughs> <laughs> well, similar to Kevin, um, I got zero miles in this week, so that's okay. I'm not concerned about it. Um, my training plan kind of got derailed a little bit this week and I'm okay with it. So we're just going to be walking through what I can get done this weekend, knowing I'm not going to finish everything. But it kind of took the stress relief of a big weekend of mileage off for me for sure, which maybe wasn't the best idea, but I did zero this week as well. So, but we'll get through. But um, John, you're doing your first dopey. I am. Nice. So how'd your week go? It went pretty well. I did a uh, seven Tuesday, seven Thursday, 13.1 yesterday. And uh, I did my mock dopey a couple weeks back. But I kind of wanted that one more last shot of assurance. And I went out this morning saying, I'm going to get somewhere, at least what I got yesterday, up to the whole enchilada. And uh, mile six, I was feeling strong. I was feeling good, taking it slow. I was like, I got 20 for sure. I might have the whole thing in me today. 
And then two miles later, my sneakers said, no, 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 you don't. No. <laughs> so I started feeling a blister forming and I said, oh. I am a high talent at home. I'm calling yeah. this. Um, I realized after a half mile, I had not tightened the laces tight enough. And that's probably what caused it. It's fine now. I know this game to slow me down a couple of days, but I definitely erred on the side of we're two and a half weeks out. I am not chancing this. Right. So. That's wise, John. That is wise. That's very smart. That is a veteran move, not a rookie move for sure. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> and I, I've made a lot of those rookie mistakes. I'm very public with them when I make them. So That's how you learn. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your running history, John, and why you decided to do Dopey in this adventure to run Disney this year. Sure. So going way back, I ran a lot in my 20s, loved it, and uh, ran on a treadmill one day, messed up my knee. Tried a couple comebacks. The doctors were like, yeah, you tore up your your, uh, tore up your knee. You're not running again. And I was like, oh. So for 11 years, I, I did not run. Uh, pandemic hit. I'd been walking like three, four days a week. And as we know, that drove us all kind of nutty. And I happened to buy a new pair of sneakers that were for running too. I'm like, I'll give it one more try. This is not hurt in like three or four years. Let's see what happens. And then three months later, my wife got tired of me talking about my five mile run that didn't go as I liked. And she's like, you know, the BOGP, they have a lizard group where they talk about running and stuff. Maybe you should join that. <laughs> and very welcoming group. It's been fantastic. And um, two months after I signed up was Dopey registration for this year. And I said, wait, so what is this? And everyone was talking about it and I'm like, you are, you're all crazy in a great way, but that's insane. And I wish I remembered who said this. Someone said, you'll be signing up for it in a year. I'm like, you're crazy. And here we are. So. There, there are worse things to be addicted to. That's for certain. Or worse peer <laughs> pressure, I should say. So. Um, I've heard lots of the, this is my last marathons. And I've said that on runs for this as well. And then just yesterday, I was like, well, maybe I'll work on speed. Oh, but then if I work on speed, I can run my next marathon faster. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know who we lie to, right? That's so, awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. that's awesome. You have a smart wife who pointed you in the right direction and said, go join the lizards. And, and because I know whenever I try to talk to non-running friends and um, about runs, they're like, Ugh. Be quiet. Like they have absolutely no interest whatsoever, and um, it's nice to have a community who are like, "Yeah, woo, great!" Or, or when you're like, "Oh my, you know, my big toe hurts." Everyone is like, "Yes, I understand. Try this." It, but other people were like, "Yeah, sorry about your big toe." So <laughs> he's incredibly supportive. But when you come back saying, "Yeah, my my 15 mile run was only 13 miles," to non runner that sounds a little obnoxious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> so you have some long distance running experience already. You've done a couple marathons, so you're not intimidated by that distance. Do you have any nervousness heading into this though? Because it's still a little different. It is very different. I'm I'm not as my big worry is really doing that the day after a half. Because that I've not done. You know, in the mock dopey, I did 13 and then 21. And I know that the crowd and the energy would have carried me through to the end of that day. But we all know on a given day, things might work, things might not. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I, I I think I have a slight ace in the hole just because on day one for the 5K, um, I signed up the family as well. 
So mm-hmm. I will only go as fast as the next fastest person. Um, or the next character really is what it comes to. Good yeah. point. <laughs> So yeah, with the back-to-back days, just, <laughs> just make sure to take your time. Um, if you if you want to run a little bit harder, I would save it for the marathon if you really want to do anything because, you know, take it easy those first three days and just get to the finish line. And then, you know, marathon day, if you want to push it a little as you get down, that's fine. But, you know, I would hold back a little bit. The 5K, 10K especially, just because the courses are so congested, right. you're not going to have a chance to really get out and get moving anyway, so you might as well just enjoy it. And Well, and and that's a good point because in the 5K, I've gone out and just tried to bust it and really run fast to try to get – because one of the years it was super cold and I was trying to get to the finish line as fast as possible, and, and I kind of twisted my ankle a little bit because running left and right around people and stepping on curbs in the dark, and you really need to you know you know watch it and be careful. In, the, in those dark runs when the lights are shining right in your face and, you know, just be careful, be careful with that. Yeah. I don't view any of this as a time to set a PR. This is about finishing the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I think that's wise, John. There are a lot of um, more reasonable from a price perspective races for PRs. You know, you right. want to go to Disney, you want to hit every character, um, maybe Expedition Everest doing a Fool, I don't know. Let me know what you're thinking. And, uh, you know, just have fun. Uh, now, your family is coming out. Will they be with you for the entire race? They'll be with me for the 5K. Um, awesome. The other days, they'll be uh, sleeping a little bit later and okay. uh, probably enjoying some park time before I manage to catch up. So, yeah. yeah. So, where are you staying at this time, John? We'll be at French Quarter. Oh, oh nice. I've awesome. not been there before, but looking forward to it. So you just call them when you get on a bus, and they'll have a big thing of beignets waiting for you at the resort when you get there. <laughs> my, my daughter is so excited for the beignets. So it's, they're uh, messy, just as a FYI. So don't wear a black shirt unless you want to sprinkle with white all over it. So they're they're very messy. Or do the do the lean, you know, really lean forward while you eat them because they'll, they'll get everywhere. Um, so is this your first run Disney experience? It is. No run Disney experiences, and you jumped right into Marathon Weekend and right into Dopey. It's the way to do it, right? That's okay. what I'll go home. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Or, or <laughs> go big and stay home. One of the two. But you did. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> yeah, we, one of our trips, we it was the same weekend as Star Wars Dark Side. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was not running at the time. So beyond like seeing a group of runners who just finished it, I'm like, what's all that going on? And they're like, oh, there's running Disney races. I'm like, Oh, that's quite cool. no idea. Yeah, but. that's awesome. So, as your your family is doing the five k, how many of you are participating? So, my wife and my two kids are all going to be doing that. And so. are you cool. are you coordinating outfits or costumes for a five k together as a family? I don't know. I don't think we are. <laughs> You're just going to be the family. I, I, I'm the wrong one on that one. I'll be fully honest. My wife's <laughs> one who will be like, "Okay, you're wearing a green shirt. We'll all get green shirts too, so we coordinate." Awesome. That's great. That, that is awesome. <laughs> and are your kids normal runners or are they just going, you know, do they participate in sports and running and things on a normal basis? They did the couch to 5k program, but they finished it maybe a little early, like about a month ago. And uh, they've not oh. been as regular since. Mm-hmm. Um, he's wanted to run forever. So he's pretty excited about this, but the times we've gone for little runs in the neighborhood, he goes Right out of the cannon. <laughs> I'm like, dude, slow down. <laughs> Got a little further to go than 100 yards. So, 
Um, he's been, he's excited been... to give it a shot. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. That's awesome. That's cool. How old are they? Uh, so my daughter's thirteen. My son's eleven. Oh, that's a good age. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So I think the big thing for them will be that it, it will be pitch black. That's it will. Yes. That's what mentally get your head wrapped around is it's it's really really dark. Um, and I think Kevin just mentioned when you're running, there's going to be some lights you know, facing you, the photographers and such will have lights to try to get you illuminated. And that can really throw you off if you're not prepared for it. Cause you're kind of running and then there's a big light. It's kind of like running in the dark and a, and a car comes at you and you're blinded yeah. for a second or two. So, um, that, that is a different experience to run that pitch black. Cause it is pretty, there are parts on that Epcot loop that you, it's, it's dark. You can't see the, the ground. Oh, wow. All right. And look for the green tents because your kids to get some good photos, look for the green tents and, you know, kind of coordinate that. And that they, they, they're really good at taking pictures and there'll be some good ones from that 5k. So that's excellent. I'm excited for you, John. I mean, this is a, you know, I I love first timer and then going with your family. I think it's awesome. Yeah. It's neat. Cause you know, it's, of course it's going to be the family experience as well, but you know, having gotten to know so many folks over the last year and a half since I joined the groups, mm-hmm. it just—it's just, just going to be neat to meet some of these people who it's just like you know, I, a few weeks ago I think it was Jody who mentioned like I've made these friends online and it's super weird to me, <laughs> and it kind of is. It's like you know, forever it's like oh well, these are strangers online. It's like well, yes, but no. Like it really is a community, and it's gonna be cool to be you know a part of that for the first time. I can tell you we're a lot stranger in real life than we are online. You get a kids to talk. Now, look, we're going to go meet some people that I met online. <laughs> you don't do this. <laughs> I'm a professional. I'm going That's to right. this, but, you, know, you don't do this. You don't mess with people online and go meet them anywhere. But come on. Let's go. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Right. That's right. I, I see Rhonda is here in the in the live chat. And um, she just said something to me online. said, like, oh, I can't wait to meet you. And I'm like, that seems so bizarre that I haven't met her yet because we've talked, we talked, talked to her, yeah. talked so much mm-hmm. and you just feel like you've met that person already. And you, it just feels strange that you actually haven't physically met them in person in person yet. So it's just, um, it just goes to show how good our community is and how wonderful everybody is and encouraging and supportive. So, so what are you most nervous about, John? What is your number one thing that you're like, Oh, <gasps> You know, so for my, I will tell you a story. Kevin, a couple of weeks ago said you will have some running, you will get a running nightmare. Kevin, you jinxed it on my husband. He had a nightmare the other night that um, he had to run all 26 miles and the same song repeated (laughs) on his playlist, the whole 26 miles. That was what his dream was. Um, What was his song? I I didn't ask because we, um, he said it was, that's what his dream was, that it was the same song for 26 miles, which sounds nightmare inducing to me but um so john what not maybe not that crazy of a nightmare but what are you most nervous about or what what are what keeps you up at night i know how i eat at disney (laughs) and that's what's worrying me (laughs) um i i eat like a 12 year old child when we're there um you know and there's certain things there the uh Peanut butter pie cookie from the confectionery is like kryptonite to me. I think last time I got two and I ate them both like back to back. 
I think I brought half a dozen home. Like those things are good. And I'm like, all right, maybe I can bring one like for the marathon and eat it like on the marathon, but I probably shouldn't have two or three the day before, right? Carb loading. I mean, it's science. You're good. <laughs> yeah, you're, I think I told I told Jeff when we were looking at um, reservations for places. I was like, I'm okay Wednesday night and Thursday night, but I don't I don't play around Friday and Saturday. Those are the days that I I'm like, nope, I gotta I gotta try to behave now. My big thing is the water bottle, carrying my water bottle and filling it everywhere I can. Um, because that's, that's the thing that I think you just get excited and you see people and you're talking and you're, everything is just active and you forget to sit there and drink your water. So, um, that would, that would be my piece of advice is grab your water and drink it. But now is that during the race or all through the weekend? All weekend, like after. So, cause you know, you think about drinking water, it's Florida for beginning, you know, it's already hot, but then if you're eating some of those, maybe not great running choices of greasy, sugary, yummy, delicious foods, you know, you want to get some water in there to help mute it down a little bit. So, um, I, I just, I, I'm ridiculous. And I set a timer on my alarm to go off to make sure that I've remind myself to drink water because sometimes you're just you're just having fun and you forget and yep. you're in the middle of a conversation or you're standing in line for whatever ride or playing mini golf or whatever it may be and you just forget so that's I'm pretty crazy about my alarms on my phone it drives my husband bananas but um it it keeps me accountable to get it get my water in so I'll apologize in advance going into this weekend now um, due to the fact that I know I'm not finishing the full marathon. That's really derailed my plan of eating clean and avoiding some of the <laughs> alcohol all weekend. So that has oh, gone no. completely out the window. I will be the most horrible influence you guys have all weekend. Oh. Whenever I'm walking around, I do apologize, but you're going to have to deal with it. So, <laughs> um, We did have somebody put in our chat, how many miles does it take in to break in a brand new pair of shoes? Um, I know for me, if I'm using the same kind that I've been running in, if I get probably 20, 30 miles on them before I head out, I feel really good with it. Um, I don't want to do a brand new pairs through there because sometimes there's just some of the cushionings off just a little bit. But if I get 20 to 30 miles on them, I feel pretty good. Uh, I know mm -hmm. some people like to go 65, 70 miles in. Um, mm -hmm. I know when I go down, I'll have three different pairs of running shoes with me, plus a pair of park shoes and a pair of recovery sandals. So I way overpack my shoes when I go down. So, yeah, definitely. And rotate the shoes is a good idea. Um, the way I break them in, I, I've I've broken in a pair over a really long run before, and that didn't work out so well. So I would pick like those midweek runs or the shorter runs to get those miles added up, rather than trying to get up to twenty five miles on them in in two or three runs. You know, spread it out a little bit and break them in that way. Yeah, the, the pair I, I had trouble today. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, so I, I do the 60 to 75 uh, each one, and I just alternate each run. Uh, mm -hmm. So that kind of gets them, I get about, you know, I just was checking, I have 77 on one pair, um, 82 on another pair, so I was a little over mm -hmm. on this one, but I just, you know, I, I'm good with that. And so long as you, around 300 miles, start to look at getting some more different pairs. So you don't want to yep. keep going. 350, I don't go over 350. So, as a first-time person, first run Disney event, first Dopey Challenge event, what, do you have any questions heading in of things that you just, as you're thinking through, or, I mean, we got a lot of good experts down here. I know Lonnie's done several run Disney events and what, five Dopeys now, four Dopeys now? Four. This is my fourth. 
Kevin's done what five? This is five. This will be, be my fourth too. Fourth. Jody's done one. I've done one. So, do you have any questions that maybe somebody similar to you and that's never done one of these challenges before ha maybe have to? I, I think some of the biggest questions are sort of like, what are the things we're not thinking about? You know, we know about planet grabbing all the gear. Um, I recently heard about, oh yeah, and don't forget you're waiting outside for two hours before you start. So you might want to make sure you have some extra sweats that you can just discard, yep. which is a good one. But I know there's certain things that we have not even thought about and I don't even know what those are to ask. Sunblock, that's one. You wouldn't maybe not think about carrying with you on a run and body glide. I mean, <laughs> those are pretty important. You know, there are uh, aid. Oh, I'm sorry, no, Jody. No, Jody. So there are aid stations along the way. So oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yourself, um, in need of some body glide or tissue or band aid, I find the Disney races in particular to be really well stocked with water, Gatorade, and yeah. aid stations. Compare not Gatorade, Powerade. Pardon me. Um, compared to other races, um, so I I think that there. I don't carry my own water on Disney races because I don't think I need to. I find their water stops plentiful, but that's, yeah. you know, compared to all the local and, you know, kind of regional races that I've done. Um, that's so. a really good point, Jody, because I've, I've carried water with a water backpack um, because I'm always nervous that they're going to run out and I put way too much water in it. And on a marathon, it just weighs you down it at the beginning. You don't notice it, but after about 18 miles, it starts to hurt, it starts to get real heavy. So one thing on the aid stations, Jody, don't eat the popsicles. Those taste no. really, really bad. <laughs> just, that your, your lips get real slippery and just those are horrible popsicles. I wouldn't eat. Do not recommend zero stars. It's, it's Vaseline is what Jeff is trying to tell you. If you can't quite figure out what his hint is there. And Lonnie, I'm sorry, I cut you off before. So, no, you know, and I think you guys gave uh, perfect advice. Mine's a little weird. Uh, and that's just, John, just have fun, man. Um, yeah run the race that the day gives you. Don't be hard on yourself. Give yourself some grace. Sometimes you're going to get out there, you know, when you're going at back to back to back to back, the thing that gets you with doping, it's not the runs. It's the early mornings and it's after when you're in the park. That's the thing that gets you. So I think, you know, it's I always say it's a different, it, it's a run Disney vacation. And then there is a Disney vacation and they are different, uh, you know, cause you, you feel like you're cheating your family. If you got to go to bed early or something like that. But I used to tell them, just go. Y'all have fun. Don't worry about me. I'm going to stay off my feet a lot. You know, we're going to hit the parks, but I think, we, you know, if you heard our planning show, we won't be out all the time. And I think on the, after the half, we're going to just hang out and uh, we're not yep. going into the park. So, uh, but just have, you know, have some grace for yourself. Take it easy. Enjoy it because it's, it's, it's great. It is great. Yep. We're already planning on, I'll be going back earlier because if I don't get at least six hours, I'll be toast, and I know this, so I'm fine with an early bedtime, and uh, we'll do our best. It'll be fun, though. Right, I know my biggest thing last. My biggest thing last year that I struggled with was staying off my feet. Some that's a huge the, one. Huge. By one. the time I got to Sunday, my feet hurt so bad just taking a step that yeah. that's my legs were fine, my lungs were fine. Running the marathon, I just I'm running on the sides of my feet because my feet hurt. So watch just time on feet. It's very important. Changing the shoes and getting down and that's something you can easily rem remedy um you could put your feet in the hot tub at french quarter or you can get some ice and do an ice bath in your 
bathtub at the resort, um, whether you're a cool or hot person, I, you know, but I, I, um, I come back to the room a lot and put my feet up against the wall and do the reverse, um, you know, the, not psych, the blood flow. When I put my feet up and let the blood flow backwards. So that tends to really help me a lot, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, cause you, you forget when you're, if you, you're at the parks on a normal day and you look down at your watch, you've probably done 11 to 13 miles on just a normal day of walking around the park oh, without even easily. trying yeah. to do things too, too hard. So if you add that on to what you're already doing and that early bedtime and early wake up call, that really makes a difference. So, and all the standing around in the corrals, that that's what will get you. Yeah. And yep. don't forget, it's like what a mile and a half to walk to the corral for the half and the full. That's that right. Gets you as well. Uh, so yeah, it's just, you know, it's the, it's a lot of walking. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. The other thing that I think, um, so I've done three run Disney races and what surprised me the most the first time around was the character stops coming up. You'll see a long line of people and you don't know what they're waiting in line for. And sometimes they don't know what they're waiting in line for. So there was no, there's no warning of what character is coming up or what person or whatever it may be is coming up. And so you kind of have to run forward and then run backwards. I, I heard that from some other reports that they changed that a little bit in wine and dine. Yep, that was different at wine and dine. I'm hoping that it's the same way for marathon weekend because it's you true. do feel like salmon swimming upstream when you, oh my goodness, it's so-and-so and I really want that picture. And then you have to turn back around. Um, so that's just the only thing that I, I, I remember my fr- princess re- weekend and I was like, how do you know who's coming up? You have no idea. And you just kind of have to stumble upon it and then turn around and try not to get run over by other runners in particular, when it's still dark out, that can get tricky. So. Yep. Yeah, that was a lot better at Wine and Dine this year is the way they had it set up. They queued past the characters. Yeah, so. that's great. I hope that continues. Mm-hmm. So was that they, just, they had like a sign said coming up is whoever or was it? Nope, you just kind of showed up and there's either in the previous years, there was just a long line. And then that you knew it was a character stop or Porter John's mm-hmm. one or the other. Um, and you get there and you'd run past, you see what character it was and then run back. But for wine and dine this year, you actually saw the character first and the line queued behind them. So you could run uh, past the character, mm-hmm. get in line. And then once you finish, you just take off and go. Nice. So yeah, that's really smart. That's yep. really, that's good. Mm-hmm. I hope they do that. Yeah. But if they don't, sometimes if you watch the socials, sometimes people will kind of get an idea, especially if you've got some, a friend that, works at the parks and can walk around and they have like the little signs. signs. Yeah. And so they'll, sometimes they'll post on there. So-and-so at mile four, so-and-so at mile 11, stuff like that. So, and most of the time they're pretty close. So, you know, you know, it took 30 years of races for them. To make that little sign. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, Disney knows nothing about cues and lines. So right. yeah. I don't know why yeah. it took yeah. so long. Yeah. <laughs> it is a switchback. They got you covered. It's just that. They got you on the switchback. <laughs> So this week, the course maps dropped. What are some of our thoughts and opinions with the courses? A little bit of change to the 10K this year. A um, little bit of change to the marathon this year. So what are some of our thoughts to this? So one thing I noticed for the half, I, I think it was Wine and Dine. Didn't it run a little further into Hollywood Studios this time? I The half ran. I think the half went. Closer to Galaxy's Edge, but it looks like the marathon is kind of doing the same path we always do with Hollywood with Hollywood Studios. The the very brief 
Yeah. Yeah. Just in and out right by the Hollywood tower. Studios by Hollywood Studios. You're in there for such a short period of time. It's like, we're in there. Yeah. The problem with that is the half goes to Magic Kingdom. And to get to Magic Kingdom, you have to go through so many road miles. So that takes away so much park time for the yeah. other ones. So in order to pick up Magic Kingdom on the half, you kind of lose some of the studio's time. But I think we get a little bit more in Magic Kingdom this time, which we're running by um, Ventureland, I think. Yeah. yeah. Instead yeah. of. So we're going kind of behind where Jungle Cruise and all that is rather than mm -hmm. around the front side by junk, by Country Bears and all that. So, yep. And then all the way back out around Big Thunder, it looks like, too. It kind of mm -hmm. zigzags up and through. So yeah. that'll be kind of neat. A couple of choke points there, I think. But I think it'll be mm -hmm. neat to have a different course. Yeah. And, and John, the big thing is um, the I would say the picture that everybody wants is the castle photo. And that's available on the half and the full. And you actually go through the castle and then they'll cue you out to the left. They'll say, pictures to the left, pictures to the left. So you kind of get out of the course real quick and you get in line. And they must have, what, eight photographers? Oh, yeah. photographers. So the lines go really, really fast. So mm -hmm. I think people sometimes say, like, well, I don't have time or I don't want to go get the picture because it's going to take too long. I think the longest I've waited was like one person in front of me ever. So um, yeah. they are really great about getting those castle photos. That's great. Um, so that that also was something that was a great surprise to me. I thought that was going to be quite an ordeal and it it wasn't. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a big one you want, right? I mean, out of all of them. Yeah, it used to be a big ordeal. I mean, people would line up on the other side, on the carousel side of the castle, and it would it would be a huge choke point right there, and it would uh, you'd come to a complete stop. But since they moved it to the other side like that, it's really helped a lot. So, do there um, tend to be a lot of the choke points along the courses, or just a few? Yeah, there's a few. There's a, there's there's a few. Um, the boardwalk has a pretty good choke point, mm -hmm. especially whenever um, Orange Bird decides to squirt orange flavoring <laughs> in your face as you're running through. Um, Have your mouth closed because it's yeah. it's you don't want a mouthful of Orange Bird. <laughs> I I don't feel like there's too many. The the only part that I felt a little congested is the um, running walking path from Hollywood Studios over to the boardwalk. Um, mm -hmm. That gets a little tight right there because that's just not a really wide path anyway. Um, mm -hmm. So that's the only part that I ever felt. Well, the beginnings of races, the beginnings right. of the races are always insane, but that's any race anywhere. Yeah. Where right. are, so. It was tight coming through um, past the Grand Floridian last year too, through all the construction mm -hmm. and stuff on the roads mm -hmm. with the cones and stuff felt a little bit tight there too. Yeah. When you go mm -hmm. under the, uh, the little overpass there um, and, and coming out of, the Grand Floridian as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you go, once you go out and then you kind of take that hairpin turn and go back like into mile two for the half, you know, you go out and then you get a little mm -hmm. turn and go back in. It gets a little yeah. congested right there, but it opens up so much before then to Jody's point. The, to, to me, the, the worst part is the part coming out of Hollywood Studios going over to toward the boardwalk because right, right there is a very small sidewalk, uh, mm -hmm. you know, water on one side, people cheering on the other side. Orange Bird was waiting there for us to, to yeah. <laughs> right there. <laughs> one thing, one other thing to really consider too, and 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 just kind of be mindful of as you're running the, because you run a lot of interstate or interchange ramps. Um, those interchanges are, it's called super elevated, but it, they're they're sloped. So if you you want to kind of pick your path the way you want to go, because if you run right in the middle, you're you're going to be running on the side of a hill. 
going up and around. So kind of keep an eye, pick either the high side or the low side, um, but don't, don't get off in the grass cause it's all muddy and everything. So just kind of look, look for that because people twist their ankles a lot through there. So yep. somebody had asked, where does the lion start for the castle photo? Um, as soon as you come through the castle, as you're going down the ramp towards sleepy hollow, they'll mm -hmm. flag you off to the left-hand side to get you back towards the hub for the castle photo. Yeah, so you, you actually come through the castle through the backside from like the carousel side and come through the castle that way and end up in the front um, of the castle. So, mm -hmm. um, which is a little confusing because you run down Main Street. So I think in your in your mind, you think, oh, well, there's a castle. I'm going to go straight, but actually you veer off and you don't right. you do a loop around and then come through the castle the back way. Um, mm -hmm. My only other piece of advice is not every character has a photo pass photographer. For example, Kevin was just talking about the on-ramp. Um, I remember one of the on-ramps had one of the Green Army men, and he was having mm -hmm. everyone do push-ups, and my husband did push-ups. And so I had the camera, so I was taking pictures of those. So um, not everybody has a, a photo pass photographer. So a lot of times people in front of you or behind you, they'll do you the favor of taking a photo if you take theirs, et cetera. But um, just be aware that you know if you don't normally run with a phone, you may want to grab one for these races because mm -hmm. they're great with the big characters, but some of the intermediary characters, they don't have photo pass photographers there. That's good to know. <clears throat> And, um, so, and and you may be able to get some pictures with your family before the 5K and after. Mm -hmm. They'll have if you get there early enough, they'll have some characters out there. I know last last 5K point. they had you know the the golden statues for the 50th. They were out there. You could take it, but then they had some live characters as well, so that you can. And they will have a you know photo pass photographer taking those. But then there are also to Jody's point some backdrops that they'll have out there that you can take. You know, have somebody will take those photos yep. for you with your camera. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And you get to see some obscure characters that typically are not in the park. So that's exciting too. Yeah. yeah. Like, like the elusive Jeff. He exactly. And don't miss out on the, the big, huge lizard meetup photo. That's always a lot oh, of yeah. fun. That's a fun um, one. Those are, yeah. those are great. And somebody will post in the group what time and where. It's typically near baggage drop. Um, you can't and, miss it. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, You'll see somebody that you recognize, um, and if not, just you know, be like, "Hey, are you part of the lizard group?" Um, so yeah. you're going to recognize someone. Luckily, Mike is really tall, so he's easily to to spot. Yeah. Oh, there's Mike Roman, so you can yeah. typically find Mike because he's he's tall enough to pick out in a huge crowd. So and those shirts are kind of tough to miss. So exactly. yeah, they are. Well, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but a lot of times people only wear those for the the full. They wear different things mm -hmm. for the five, ten, and half. So yeah. um, the full is pretty much all lizard gear, but the other races, a lot of people wear different things, so it's hard. Sometimes it's hard if you don't if you don't know anyone to kind of figure out, you know, who's. I know my first princess race. I totally missed out on the whole lizard pictures because I I was too shy, and that's not a huge group of people as it is for marathon weekend. And I just didn't yeah. know, and I couldn't figure out where anybody was, and I missed I missed the photos. So, um, but don't don't be embarrassed. Just be like, hey, yeah. are you, someone's gonna. You're going to recognize somebody. Yeah, you won't miss us on Marathon Weekend, that's for sure. <laughs> it's a big group. And anybody down there, if you see us in the parks, if you see any of the group, just yeah. come over, say hi. Um, yeah, most of sure. us are approachable. John's not going, Carl, so he's the only one that's <laughs> kind of standoff and kind of a jerk about stuff, so you don't have to worry about him. But the rest of us are very approachable and come over, say hi. If you see us, we'd love to say, get a picture. So Except, we might have, Gene. except for Gene. Don't speak to Gene. <laughs> 
Everybody else, you can, not Gene. Poor Gene. <laughs> so, anybody else have any questions for John before we look and see what's coming up on our taper weeks? And nah, John, John, do you I have look, any more I look forward questions? to meeting you, man. I, I, yeah, thank you for same. hopping on today. It was a pleasure. I'm excited for you and can't wait to uh, to to actually meet you face to face. Yeah, de definitely excited to meet all you guys, and thank you so much for having me today. It's been fun. John, you've been you've been crushing it on your training. I mean, you have really done some great training runs, so you are more than prepared for this. Oh, so. you're you're totally good. You'll be I, fine. Like I said, I'm not that worried about it beyond doing something dumb and eating too much, or you know, deciding to run off the path and tripping on the curb. Like as long as I don't do that, you're I good to go. Okay. So what do we got ready for week 26, Jody? What's coming up? Week 26. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's uh, for those of us following the Galloway plan, the two 45-minute uh, training runs, and then just six, six, that's it, just a 10K, just six miles on Saturday. Can you tell I'm excited? <laughs> nice. Although uh, my temperature high on Saturday is supposed to be nine. So oh, I despise the treadmill. So I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to just go and use the treadmill, which I'm just dreading more than anything, or if I'm going to just bundle up and go outside. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, 45, 45, 6. That's it for this week. Woohoo! Um, just a little bit of housekeeping notes, too. Next week being Christmas, we will not be doing our live show. Um, that said, we will be doing a recording midweek. It's not probably going to go live. It'll be just a regular midweek recording for the release of Quacken. So we'll drop that still um, Sunday night, Monday morning. Um, we'll have a special guest hopefully on that one still. And we'll do the same for New Year's Eve as well. Um, so don't look for us Sunday nights. I know you guys are going to miss us. Your typical plan to join us Sunday nights, spend time with your family. It's Christmas. It's okay. We'll let it go this time. <laughs> Because the following Sunday night, Jeff and Tim and I have an appointment with our televisions. So that's that's Saturday, Jody. I thought it was New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, Saturday, Jody. I thought it was Sunday. Nope. I'm totally wrong. Don't argue amongst yourselves. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I clearly haven't looked. I'm just trying to get through Christmas. <laughs> you are right. New Year's Eve is Saturday. Wow, that's mm, great. I'm totally not prepared for that. <laughs> <sighs> well, John, we appreciate you coming in and chatting with us for a little bit and talking about your stuff and what we're looking forward to coming up. And on behalf of everybody here tonight, um, again, we'd like to thank you and thank all of our listeners. And remember that Ford is a pace. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Hey, guys. Thanks. Ooh.